I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. Today we have no mini stories here at the top and I don't even know what the world is coming to at this point. I have, I I can't remember a day when we didn't have at least one little mini story here at the top to update you guys about and you know, it's just, what can I say? It's a quiet news day. Of course, it's like, you know, on Grey's in the ER, you never say it's a slow day in the ER. I feel like now I just brought myself an onslaught of news for tomorrow. But without further ado, we'll go ahead and jump into our longer stories, which aren't that long. So let's get into it. First up, we're discussing parts of Arizona already living out a climate change nightmare. Zero running water. So the worst case scenario is already hitting a suburb of Scottsdale. While California may be getting some relief from their drought, a lot of the rest of the West is not. And things are getting pretty dire in Arizona specifically. You see, the city of Scottsdale was selling water to the town of Rio Verde, right outside their city limits. But since the drought has gotten so bad... They told Rio Verde that they could no longer continue to sell to them because they needed to conserve what little water they have for their own residents. Rio Verde is a community of newly built homes, and a lot of the people there put their retirement money into building those homes. But what happens now that they can't take showers or flush toilets or do laundry or wash dishes in their homes? Some residents are installing rain barrels for water collection, but that's the thing. They're in a drought. That's the whole problem here. So there's not that much water to be caught in the first place. The situation is pretty bad, and right now it's still pretty unclear what happens next. Next up for today, I wanted to discuss the latest in terms of the Russia-Ukrainian war. Russia has just hit an apartment building killing civilians. So in Ukraine, there has been yet another extreme and tragic airstrike. This time, Russia hit a civilian apartment building, blowing a huge hole into it, you guys, and killing 40 people or more. Among those affected were a little boy whose parents were both killed by the blast. He was playing outside while they were inside. There's a park across the street and a mother whose husband and one-year-old baby were killed, but she survived. Emergency crews are still searching for the dead, but they have given up on finding 
anyone else still alive in the rubble because survivors and onlookers reported hearing screams coming from under the mountains of debris, but now they've gone silent. This city is in what is considered a safe zone. It's really far away from the front lines of this war. So this act was intentional on Russia's part. And they seem to be using these civilian strikes to motivate Ukraine to come to the negotiation table over the territory they're disputing. And more than seven thousand civilians have died since the start of this war and it almost feels like Russia is just kind of trying to wear them down rather than make actual military victories or progress. We'll definitely keep you guys posted. Okay, guys, so this is an absolutely crazy story, but an ex-political candidate went on a revenge campaign hiring hitmen over what he believed to be a stolen election. Let's get into it. So shootings had gone down in the homes of four elected officials in the state of New Mexico, and that's a lot. And it drew the attention of police, obviously, in the sense that they figured this had to be some type of coordinated effort. As they pulled on loose threads and followed them to the center of a big knot, they found Mr. Solomon Pena. This 39-year-old man had run and lost in a November election for the New Mexico State House of Representatives. And he lost by a lot. But even losing in a landslide, he took to Twitter to say that he was not conceding his race and he expressed support for former President Trump's 2024 presidential race. While the police found text messages from Mr. Pena with addresses of the people he wanted shot and they matched the victims' homes where the shootings occurred. It seems that he hired people to shoot into the homes and potentially hurt his political adversaries. He even specifically had one of the hitmen shoot into a little girl's room. One of the hired hitmen even drove Pena's car to go commit the crime. So it was not really that hard for police to figure out who was at the heart of this scheme. But it turns out Mr. Pena actually had a criminal record of his own dating back to 2008 for stealing from big box stores. So even if he had won his election, he may have been barred from actually being sworn in due to his criminal past. After the election was over, he had actually gone over to his opponent's home and that of several county commissioners to basically argue about the election results. And they were so startled by this reaction due to the fact that he lost by such a large margin. This is really just the latest violence being perpetrated against progressive lawmakers. But at the end of the day, Republican lawmakers are also receiving threats of violence, too. Being a lawmaker today is much more dangerous than it has ever been in recent memory. 
and the election denial plays a huge role in perpetrating that violence. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, We shall overcome because the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh.